Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Strong Athletic Fitness Strongcast. Um, everybody has said to me that my first episode of my of my podcast is going to absolutely suck balls. So I thought rather than getting a guest on, rather than getting someone else to be embarrassed, I'm going to do it all by myself. So it's just me sucking balls for the first time. Episode one, Strong Athletic, strong athletic Fitness Strongcast. Usually, on a weekly basis, I'm going to be trying to get some guests on here that are athletes, someone involved in the strength and fitness world in some way, shape or form. I've got just me today. I'm not going to sit here and tell you about my pathetic bench press. So I'm going to tell you a little story about the time when me and my ex-girlfriend took mushrooms in Amsterdam. It was New Year's Eve 2017, I want to say. Um, We'd flown over. We were staying for three days. Originally, we were going to stay for two. But my ex-girlfriend really wanted to go for three days. So when I started looking for somewhere for us to stay... I couldn't find anywhere in Amsterdam for, two, for three days. So we had to get a little place just outside of Amsterdam. But it said, it's okay. It's a tiny little bus route. It's not, it's not very far to go. It's really accessible. You're not going to have any problems. So we get off the airplane. We get the train into Amsterdam. Anyone that's been to Amsterdam will tell you that you get off the train. You go straight into the center of Amsterdam. When we arrive, we're like, okay, we need to do something with our bags. Luckily, there's all these lockers in the train station. We put all of our bags away in the locker. And off we go for a little day of fun. We... <laughs> My ex-girlfriend really wanted to get stoned. She was looking for space cakes. Um, I wasn't so keen to get stoned because I was very wary. I'm an absolute lightweight when it comes to weed. I'm absolute mess. And I knew we had to do some traveling later. So we went into a head shop. When we went into the head shop, they didn't sell space cakes. What they did sell was magic truffles. Now, I've done mushrooms quite a few times previously, so I said to my ex-girlfriend at the time, this probably isn't the best idea for us to do now, when we have, we don't even know where our hotel is yet. She said, oh, come on, they're selling them in a shop. How strong could they possibly be? So we've got this little box, about yay big, um, 15 grams of magic truffles in them. We didn't even take half each. We probably took two-thirds between us. And then we went and had a little drink in this lovely little pub, and we were playing a game of Find the Panda on my phone, and all of a sudden, these little pandas started to dance, and we knew that something was happening. Um, we had to leave the pub because things were getting too weird. Anyone that's taken mushrooms before will tell you that it gets a bit hectic a bit quick. Um, we left the pub, and we were walking down the main strip in Amsterdam. Now, I don't know if anybody remembers when, uh, probably the 80s, I suppose, there used to be a shop in England called CNA. Um, we'd noticed this shop on our way through town. We'd say, oh, look, there's a shop, CNA, and we'd sat down having a drink talking about it. For some reason, my ex-girlfriend had remembered that there's a clothing line, so CNA's the shop and they've got their own clothing line, called Clock House. When we walked back past CNA this time, we looked inside the window and saw a sign saying Clock House. This was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my life and we both collapsed on the main floor, New Year's Eve, busy as possible in Amsterdam, (laughs) sat on the side of the road, giggling our little tits off (laughs) and not able to cope. Um, We spent the next two hours I would say walking up and down the main strip in Amsterdam very very confused everybody's doing the same thing but still you still feel like you're ah uh, end of the world sort of anxiety um eventually we said look we're gonna have to sort this out we need to get back to the hotel room now I knew we were going to take mushrooms when we went to Amsterdam so I in preparation had got a big box of vitamin c powder because I'd heard somewhere if you're having a bad trip vitamin c can just pull you out of it just like magic all of a sudden you're not on mushrooms anymore so we knew they had this in our suitcases. <laughs> so we decided that we needed to get back to and find our suitcases so that we could try and find our way back to our hotel. 
We got into the main area where our suitcases were all stored. At this point, a mob of people fly towards us, talking in Dutch, French, God knows what languages they were speaking to, but bear in mind, we are high as fuck. What happened is all these lockers were full. Other people wanted to use the lockers. I didn't understand that was what happened in this moment in time. I thought these people know we're on mushrooms and they're taking us to prison. It was the scariest experience ever. Eventually we established fact. Um, they got our, but somebody else went and got our bags out of the lockers for us. And then we went on a little walk to try and find a bus station. Somehow on this little walk, we'd managed to find ourselves back inside the train station area where you need a ticket. So as we walk into a bus station, all of a sudden there are some turnstiles. Again, these two women stop us and ask us where our tickets are. Well, I'd been in Amsterdam all day, so I had no idea why I needed a ticket. I'd been there all day. I'd been on mushrooms for three hours, so I couldn't get my head around what ticket she wanted. I emptied the entire contents of my wallet, hoping that she would spot something that she wanted. Eventually, they realised this guy's on mushrooms, and they opened the barrier and they let us through. Next chapter of the adventure. We go to the area where the buses are. Now... We don't know where our hotel is. I can no longer open my phone because I'm so fucking high. We get to the area where all of the buses live and it's a bus station with lots of numbers and words written on them in Dutch and I don't know what fucking area we're going to. Eventually, we realise, okay, we can't get a bus. It's not going to happen. We need to get a taxi. So we find a taxi, get into the back of the taxi, sit down. The situation has not fucking changed. I still don't know where our hotel is. I don't know the name of our hotel and I don't know how to open my phone. So I hand my phone to the taxi driver who looks at me bemused and I can't remember the code to get into my phone. Eventually, after a good, what felt like six and a half years, he got into my phone, he found the name of the hotel and he started driving us along. Amsterdam is fucking weird if you're not on mushrooms. When you drive out of Amsterdam and you go into whatever area we were living in, you drive down these little roads and it's like a road that can only fit one car down and each side of the road has got a little, I believe they're called a fjord, little river thing down there. And I was fucking convinced these things were going to overflow and I was going to be on a boat sinking away and floating off down the road in my little taxi. I was higher than I've ever been in my life. So we had a taxi drive, about 40 minutes. Then when we get to the hotel, terror dawns on me because I now know that I've got to go inside and I've got to deal with someone professionally and I'm so absolutely fucked. So... I tried to sit in the car for as long as I could, but the taxi driver wouldn't let me. He made me get out. When we got inside, me and my ex-girlfriend, we stood together and we had a little chat. I said, look, I can't do this. I can't speak to them. There is no way that I can possibly write a form. She said, I think I possibly can. Now, this hotel we're staying on is on a golf course. We walked to the counter. My ex-girlfriend decided the best thing she can do to make them not think she's high is to make some small talk about golf. She said to them... <laughs> Wow, this golf club course is really, really big, isn't it? In England, all of our golf courses are absolutely tiny. <laughs> Thinking that this is going to make some sort of sense to the people and they were going to relate to her in some way and think, oh, this person's probably not high off her fucking tits on mushrooms. Uh, she started this conversation I had to run away. I literally ran and hid in the toilet while she was signing herself into the hotel. While she signed herself into the hotel, they give her a form. Give us your name and address, etc., so that we know who you are. And if anything happens, register to register. My ex-girlfriend has the normal setup of names where you have a first name and you have a second name, like anybody else. Her address starts with the line of her road, then the area, then the city, then the country if you're in a different country. 
I hid in the toilets for around about 15 minutes before I came out to see how she was getting on with the form. All she managed to do is write her first name, big letters, and in bigger letters underneath, England. I'm not going to name her. Uh, let's say she's called Jane. That's not a real name. Massive letters, Jane, England. Um, the people behind the counter realised what was happening at this point, and they went, right, we're just going to get them in their room and we'll sort all the rest of this shit out tomorrow. We go into our room, shut the door behind us, and realise we don't know how to do anything at all. We can't turn on the television. We can't use a phone. So first of all, my ex-girlfriend at the time was trying to turn the television on. She couldn't do it. She tried to use the hotel phone to ring up reception to say I don't know how to turn the television on. She couldn't do it. So she used her mobile phone to ring reception and try and explain to reception who she was and what room number she was in. Eventually a man came in. We explained the television didn't work. He pressed the on button on the remote control and the television came on. Then he left. Uh, then we decided that we needed to eat. Um, I couldn't possibly go to the hotel restaurant. There's absolutely no way that I can possibly do it. It's, it's not happening. Uh, my ex-girlfriend is slightly more compassmentous than I am at this point, I would say. She's just about coping. So she managed to get on her phone and she managed to find a local Domino's. Um, for some reason, she instead of doing a Google Translate or whatever, she decided that she could speak Dutch. So she ordered this pizza, and when this pizza came, it had like fucking broccoli on it and all sorts of shit. Um, I'm trying to find the conclusion to this story, and I think I've gone past it about two minutes ago. Uh, Essentially, the end result of this story is don't take mushrooms in Amsterdam if you don't know where your fucking hotel is and your bags are in the train station. Uh, From here on out, we're going to try and do some athleticism and some people that are good at sports and some people with interesting stories in that field. All I can really tell you about is times when I've took drugs and got myself in a scrape. Thank you for listening. Uh, Please subscribe. Please listen again. And next time, hopefully, we'll have some more interesting guests than me. Goodbye.